You are listening to the Torah Sparks Podcast, the podcast that finds and ignites sparks of spiritual light and meaning in anything and everything, bringing out lessons and values straight from the Holy Torah. I am your host, Ori Strum. Let's jump right in. Beruchim Habaim, welcome, hello, hello, Kamusta. Anyone who's wondering what Kamusta is or what that means, it is the way to say hello in Filipino. Why am I saying that? Um, that is because we have a special guest today, and his name is David Charles Milky. You'll hear from him in just a moment. Um, an incredible, incredible story, an incredible painter. He painted my home. Um, he does have family in the, in the Philippines. So we welcome, um, we welcome you all and say, Kamusta. And, you know, I just, before, before I bring David on, I just wanted to share with you from my perspective what happened a couple weeks ago. David Charles Milky from DCM Custom Painting, an incredible, incredible individual. He came to our place and un unfortunately, um, we, were, we were, I mean, not, well, fortunately, we were having our, our, our home painted. And unfortunately, um, you know, the non-Jewish worker, uh, the non-Jewish painter, didn't, didn't know better, and he removed the mezuzah, the holy sacred uh, scroll that we, as Jews, put on our door frames, our doorposts. And we were looking back, forth, right, left, straight, up there. We're looking all over. Where, where could the mezuzahs be? It wasn't all of the mezuzahs, but there were a couple of the mezuzahs upstairs that were misplaced. And we found out that it was placed in the garbage. And we were trying to grapple back and forth. I called Myra, what are we going to do? What, what should we do? He offered to maybe go dumpster diving with me. He tried maybe, you know, he, he said maybe call the dumpster company and try to find out call your painter so that's what i did i called my painter but it was already later in the evening and i tried texting it and he he didn't there was no res there was no response and i was i was almost broken i didn't know what was i going to do these these mezuzahs were in some commercial dumpster, who knows where. I didn't know, I didn't have a phone number, no information, no nothing. And it was, it was hard going to sleep that night. It really was. In the morning, it was about 7 o'clock a.m. and I get a phone call. It was none other than David Charles Milky, my painter. And I, I, I pick up the phone, just, you know, very, very tired and in the daze. And, and, and I hear a voice on the phone. It was David and he says, I got them. I'm like, what? I'm like, I start getting the chills. He's like, I got them. I got the mezuzahs. And he explained to me, he woke up at four in the morning. He took a ladder. He went dumpster diving to retrieve the mezuzahs. Here is a non-Jewish person who went dumpster diving to go and get the mezuzahs because he realized the sanctity. He realized the holiness. He realized that there was something important, something precious, something holy, something that was kedushadik. And he went and, and, and went dumpster diving. And my question is, how many of us, how many of us would go 
dumpster diving for our sacred mezuzahs. And whether I mean that, I don't necessarily mean that uh, physically, um, you know, when, when we, if, you know, God forbid, no one should ever lose a mezuzah. But I mean that in the realm, take it, take it as a lesson for, for spiritual, spirituality. Sometimes we, we lose something, we lose a sense of, of um, what's right, what's wrong. We lose, we lose, we lose our sense of being, our sense of, our sense of um, our sense of responsibility, our sense of doing what we're supposed to be doing, our sense of stepping stepping up. And the question is, how many of us are going to go dumpster diving? How much? How many of us are going to, you know, make that effort to do the right thing, even though it might be hard, even though it might be difficult, even though it might be challenging. And I, 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 this, this is the story from my perspective. I want you to hear it. I want to introduce you to David. And here we are with David Charles Milky from DCM Painting. Thank you so much for being here, David. How are you today? Good. How are you doing? Good, good. Thank God. Thank God. Maybe can you, can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and what type of work you do? Well, um, Married to a beautiful Filipino wife. I have one son um, who is in a Catholic school. I also work for Amtrak, and I have a painting business, which is uh, it's DCM Custom Painting, LLC. Oh, wow. I like how you added the LLC there. So let me ask you a question, David. You know, you're not Spartic. You're not Ashkenazic. You're not even Hasidic. You're... You're not a Cohen, a Levite, or, or, or Yisrael. You're not, you're not Orthodox, Reform, or Conservative. In fact, David, you're not even Jewish. Is that, is that correct? No, I'm not. Correct. Uh, so, so as, you, as you might know, though, you know the, word, the name David in the, in, in the Bible and Scripture was one of the greatest Jewish kings to ever live on this planet. David was an incredible leader and a valiant soldier. Have, have you ever thought about this figure? Does it mean anything to you to share this name, to have this name, David? Uh, well, I've, I've heard of the figure. I, I know of somewhat of the story. And, um, you know, David, you know, his name being David, King David, is uh, makes you feel like uh, a leader, you know, and something to live up to. I don't know too much a, a lot about the character, but I do know of him. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of people are wondering, this is, as, as you know, this is a Jewish, this is a Jewish podcast. We talk about inspiration. We talk about, uh, the weekly Parsha and things like that. That's the weekly portion that we read from the Bible each week. And, you know, and, and I decided to interview you for, for a reason, David. And that's because you did something that, that blew me away. You inspired me. And I think that your story with the mezuzah, which my listeners have already have already heard, you know, from my perspective of it, but I, I think that story can inspire other Jewish people as well. Can, can you please share with us what happened from your perspective and explain to us maybe why you did what you did? Well, I know uh, the Mezuzas were, you know, they're on the doorframe, um, and um, they were misplaced, um, and then we figured out that they were put in a trash bag and, you know, hauled to a commercial dumpster, uh, which is in my my neighborhood, which is a new neighborhood, uh, building houses. So um, I know that everybody was pretty upset about them being missing and where they were at. Um, and I had to take a chance on figuring they were in the trash bag, uh, which I threw in the dumpster, um, and went out and um, figured it's the right thing to do to uh, get something that's very valuable and precious, a uh, religious article, um, to try to save it. I didn't know they were going to be there, but 
uh, like you guys would say, thank God they were in the they were there, and uh, I was happy, and and you guys are very happy that I found them. I wouldn't recommend going in the dumpsters, but <laughs> um, uh, something that uh, I thought was the right thing, I had to do that. Can, can you tell David? Can you tell us a little bit, like what what was the process like? Was it light outside? Was it dark outside? What what time of day was this? Did you need to get in there through a ladder? What did you do? Well, it was actually three thirty in the morning, which is my time to drive to Amtrak for my job. And um, I did have to get a ladder out, and I did have to climb over into the, which is kind of dangerous. Uh, I was figuring if I got stuck in the dumpster, <laughs> but there's so much construction debris I could climb back out once I got the bag. The bag that was containing the mezuzahs was, of course, the one that got thrown towards the middle, so I had to actually walk and get it out and throw oh it over. Oh, my gosh. So it was it was a process and uh, it was dark. So that was a good thing I think that nobody seen me. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. No one, someone would have maybe called the cops. That would have been bad. Yeah, but uh, I knew I I I couldn't uh, rest easy without knowing that they weren't or they were in that trash bag. So I had uh, that's the kind of person I am. I had to uh, I can't leave things alone like that. Amazing! Wow. And David, what what would be? Let's say you know, pre- take a step back and pretend there's somebody—not pretend, but imagine—somebody's um, somebody's a Jew and he's on the fence. A similar thing happens where his mezuzah, the holy scrolls that we put on every door frame, it get, it got misplaced, and and the person's thinking, oh my gosh, I think I think it got, I think it's in the dumpster, and and the guy's like going back and forth in his mind, should I go? Should I not? Should I jump? Should I not? What would be your advice? Now, you're somebody who's, who's who now did you did it. What would be your advice to someone who's on the fence to jump into a dumpster and search for the sacred scroll, the mezuzah? Like, what what would be your pep talk that you would give him? Uh, I would just say you need to uh, follow your heart. Uh, think of what is the right thing to do. Uh, is it uh, valuable? Is it precious to you to, uh, to do something like that? Um, of course, if it wasn't really safe, I wouldn't advise doing it, but, you know, um, that's not the most dangerous thing. Um, but I figured I would say you have to follow your heart. Everybody's got to follow their own judgment, what they want to do. Mine's always to go over top, go over the top or something, you know. I just can't leave things alone. Wow, I- wow, amazing, amazing, David. Uh, you know, it brings me to the, to the next question. You know, similar similar, similar concept. You know, in today's day and age and in, in the world that we live in today, it's 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 a it's really if you think about it a society that preaches the quick and fast easy way to do things people are making decisions quickly or or not at all with with so many things automated for them with the phones and technology and 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 all of that which again can be used for good things but a lot of our decision making is almost like it's taking us a, a step to the side and you know to stop for a moment to stop in the moment and make a thought out conscious decision to do the right thing like you did with the mezuzah and jumping in and going dumpster diving like you just said at 3:30 a.m. that's crazy and and that is a rarity to find in our day and age how does it feel to do the right thing and why is it important to do the right thing well of course it makes you feel good to do the right thing um to make somebody else happy and to bring, you know, happiness to somebody else that something precious to them was found is uh, a pretty good reward for me. Doing the right thing, the most important part of that is, you know, having a son and, you know, your family, you're a role model. So that's something. And, of course, my employee, people look at you as somebody that does the right thing. So that's important about doing the right thing is because 
people do watch you for leadership. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, David, let me ask you, what's your, if I would ask, you know, what's your best, what's your number one tip for making the world a better place? Well, you know, we always want everyone to talk about how, how do you make the world a better place? If I would ask, not if, I'm asking David Charles Milky that question, what would be your advice? Well, I would say that people need to find uh, religion, uh, which is, I think, escaping the minds of the faith is escaping us. Um, I know Jewish people are very strict in religion. Um, I'm Catholic. Uh, my son goes to a Catholic school, which is, you know, a must to me to learn about religion. I think religion is something that makes a better place because of its uh, type of a discipline to help us, you know, learn and uh, follow direction, uh, be nice to one another, give to another one another instead of take, which I think the world is more about taking today than giving, which is uh, a sad issue as itself. Yeah. I, I think people should find and have faith in God and religion. Uh, I think that would help the world more. Listen yeah. to elders, you know, and taking care of them. So about respect, too. Respect. A lot of respect is not with us here. People are losing respect for each other. Very, very good. Um, you know, just to take a little step to the step to the side a little bit. Did you? I know you've been working. You're, you've been painting and you know creating masterpieces and beautiful homes. And I know you did it with with my home as well. What, what what's the best compliment that you ever received? Well, that would have to be uh, for my wife's mother, who she died about two and a half years ago of cancer. You know, of course, on her, uh, she was in hospice care, so on her bed, um, she looked at me and said uh, that she said, thank you for taking care of my family, and she said she loved me very much, and she said I was a, a very good man. So I thought that was uh, the best uh, compliment someone could give you. Wow, wow. That's amazing, David, amazing. Another question I wanted to ask you, you know, we're almost, we're, we're almost done here out of time, but, um, I, you know, I, I am Jewish and, uh, you know, I know you have some Jewish clients and what's, what's the one question you always wanted to ask someone who is Jewish? Or maybe you never thought of it, I don't know, but I figured I'd ask you. There is one question, uh, that comes to mind that do, uh, Jewish people believe that there's a heaven? Got it, got it. Regarding heaven, you know, absolutely. You know, we believe that, you know, the God in heaven, he, he loves each, each member of this world, each human being as, as, as a child of his own. Um, and in terms of, you know, reward, reward for doing the right things, you know, like, like, like what you did, uh, jumping into the dumpster. You know, there's moments in our lives where sometimes we have to do, you know, a lot of good things to, to achieve achieve, you know, the, what we call either the next world, what we call heaven. The Talmud talks about how sometimes a person can do something in one moment. Um, sometimes in one moment a person can connect to, can connect to heaven, can connect to the next world. And it's a, it's a really, it's a really powerful idea. So just to end off, David, I wanted to ask you, you know, you're, you're a painter, you have an incredible rep reputation in the community. And again, I know I, I've used you personally in my home, and you did an amazing job. Um, how can people get in touch with you? What's the best mode for them to do that? Well, I'm, watching, I'm actually launching a new website in a couple of weeks. Um, it's dcmpainting.com. The phone number for the company is 410-842-3706. Uh, you can reach me on that uh, anytime, pretty much of the day. I usually answer the phone or call right back. 
David, this was such a pleasure. It was such an honor. I really wanted to share this story, and I wanted you to share this story. Thank you so much, first of all, for painting our home and doing an amazing job. And, and even more, thank you so much for for realizing that these mezuzah, this scroll, is so sacred and holy to us. And the fact that you went dumpster diving um, when, you know, so many of us, you know, would maybe question, wait, should I go? Should I not? Should I, you know, I don't want to get my pants all dirty. But you went in. You, you went in at 3.30 in the morning. And, and I just want to thank you for taking the time to have this conversation and continue to do the right thing and, and be the good in this world. And we appreciate we appreciate what you did and uh, what you continue to do. And I hope, you know, people will reach out to you. Um, you're an honest guy and, and, and amazing, an amazing painter and amazing at what you do. And, uh, Ori, if I could add one more thing uh, to, yes, the question about uh, making the world a better place. I yeah. think it's also that term I was thinking of to tell you, an audience is about, you know, making sacrifices, which I think people need to do. And also, it's about respecting people that also made the sacrifices for us. So not to take things for granted. And just that's why I teach my son to, you know, be thankful, grateful, and thank others for what they've done for you. That's another thing I wanted to add to the uh, podcast uh, for the audience. Amazing, David. You're an inspiration to all of us. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I'm... I'm glad that uh, you and Errol are very happy with the paint job, and uh, I was very happy to do that. Thank you. We are. Thank you so much, David. Yep. You're welcome. And as you guys uh, say, uh, God, thank God and God bless. Yeah, God bless. Thank you. Be well. You too. I know I said it a bunch of times in the actual interview, but wow, that was that was amazing. Um, it was incredible to hear the story from David's perspective. And all the incredible, um, just good content and, and ideas that he, that he was sharing with us, and and it, ideas that are so true and fundamental, and that's doing the right thing, realizing it feels good to do the right thing, um, you know, the importance of respect, the importance of of family, uh, so many, so many, so many soda stick ideas and. One idea that really just sticks out of of the action that he did, he took action. He went literally dumpster diving to to save these these mezuzos. It was two of them, and it, it's 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 Vamsh this week's parsha. You know, we don't believe in coincidences. So, in this week's parsha, the Torah says in chapter thirty seven, verse one, Vayas Bitzalel es Aron. Bitzalel, the great Bitzalel, made the Aron. What does it mean, B'tzalel made the Aron? What about other people? Weren't there other individuals involved? Says Rashi HaKadosh. Says the incredible commentator, L'fisha nasan nafsho al hamalacha. Because he devoted himself to the work, Yoiser mishar hachamim, more than the rest of the sages, Nikras al shemo. It was called by his name. You know why the Aron was called by the name of B'tzalel? You know why it says, V'yas B'tzalel es Aron? even though there were other people involved it's because Bitsalel put the oomph more than everyone else Bitsalel gave it his all he was nasan nafsho he was moser nefesh to do the right thing to do this to create the aron and therefore it was called by his name and you know these mezuzahs I'm going to hang up I'm going to hang them back up in my home they were retrieved and and forever they will to a certain degree be nikris al shemo be called by the name of David Charles Milky um 
and that's a that's there's there's something sometimes there's acts that we do there's things that we do in this world that you can just never you can never look back on and in a and I'm saying this in in a good way is you do the right thing and that thing stays with you forever God will never forget the fact that David Charles Milky went dumpster diving and saved these scrolls and it should be a it should be an inspiration it is an inspiration for us and the next time you know you're on the fence should I go dumpster diving should I not to save these uh, mezuzahs Think about what David did. And of course, think about what Betzalel did. Vayas Betzalel And forever, it will be Nikre Sal Shemo, it will be called by his name. What are you going to do today that will be called by your name forever? What great step are you going to take today that for all of eternity, that's going to have a stamp on it and it's going to say, fill in your blank, it's going to say your name, it's going to be Nikre Sal Shemo. You just listened to another Torah Sparks episode. If you enjoyed, please rate, please review, please share with your friends, with your family, with your neighbors, to anyone who you might think might be inspired by this content. Amir Tzashem, God willing, we'll see you next week. Thanks.